1: Back is the phone number. Welcome to the Pat and Stu show.
2: The story out today about uh, the Trump transition uh, team. And they're saying that they requested a security clearance for his children. I don't know that I actually buy this story. It's kind, of, it's pretty thinly sourced, it seems, uh, just an unnamed source. Uh, and so today uh, the Trump uh, campaign is pushing back on that, saying uh, they, w- they did not uh, attempt to get this, did not try to get this right now for Donald, Eric, and Ivanka. The, the issue there is not necessarily that anyone cares if they have... I mean, they might be. They're certainly trusted advisors, and they're going to wind up hearing a lot of this stuff anyway. Right. I'm sure from Donald. The issue is, if they're running the businesses, there could be potential conflicts of interest that they're able to just poke around and find out uh, uh, some of these things. Policies. Oh, that could never happen. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, gosh. But I mean, I don't think it's. It does not seem. I will say, I'm. Um, you know, I've had I've had my fill of this election season, <laughs> Jeffy. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, have grown weary of um, certain types of stories. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I have decided to excommunicate certain types of stories from my from my uh, intake. Everything That's like such interview. as? Everything mm-hmm. like such as the story of how the Trump operation is amateur, is I fighting know. with itself, it can't handle it, everyone else does it better. I'm done with that. It's all I, true, I, but... It might be you know, true, whatever. but it obviously doesn't matter, right? doesn't yeah. matter it obviously at all. It matter. doesn't matter. Guy, like, you know, hey, she's got 19,000 campaign offices. He has one. It didn't matter. Yeah. Hey, he's fired his campaign uh, manager 96 times. Uh, yeah. So what? Like none of that stuff seemed to make any difference whatsoever with this guy. And I'm just done reading about it. That sort of infighting. Yeah. Hey, he's firing people. He's firing people. This person doesn't trust this person. All right. Whatever. Fine. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe you want to be mildly aware of it. But in reality, obviously, like, you know, there's a lot of companies and and you've certainly worked at some, I'm sure, Pat, in the radio uh, world. As of, I think everybody has at some level. There's two ways to go about running your company. One way is this way of like, well, you try to keep everybody happy and try to understand what they're doing, and you try to you mm-hmm. try to uh, you know make sure that they feel like they're you know accomplishing the part ta- of the team. Right, of the team. And, and there's another one, which is like sort of like um, you know competition to the death. Right, it's like uh, like I would describe it in uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I try to get Jeffy to watch Ugh. all the time. Um, Wolf, Wolf Wall Street. Street. It's like that uh, that intense competition everyone for themselves, if you lose, you die, if you win, you succeed. And a lot of people really like that style of leadership. It's, it's, it's effective for some people. Certainly uh, Wall Street, there's a lot of it. There's a lot in those high competition environments. You achieve what you get or you're gone. And no one gives an F about you and they try to cut your legs out from under you at every step. Mm-hmm. That very well might be Trump's style of leadership. And it's why there's conflicts all the time. But that sometimes works. You know, it's not the environment I would want to work in. But that does sometimes work for some companies, um, particularly in a short term environment. And maybe it'll work here for Trump. I mean, the maximum he can have this gig is for eight years. So, uh, you know, in eight, eight years, he might be able to hold that together. Um, and certainly in politics, that's been the type of thing that's existed for a long time. And this, these rumors <laughs> of infighting and everything else. Well, I'm sick of reading about it. It doesn't it, make it any difference. This
3: is the kind of story I still love, though, from Donald Trump um, in 2012. Donald Trump tweeted this. So 2012, four years ago, Donald Trump said the uh, the Electoral College is a disaster for democracy. (laughs) The Electoral College is a disaster for democracy. Yesterday, Donald Trump tweeted the Electoral College is actually genius in that it brings in all states including the smaller ones into play <laughs> campaigning is much different so someone just explained to him how it works right i mean how do you I, I do that all the time and everybody's okay with it i and mean his
4: a, 60 minutes interview oh, he man. said he
2: still supported the popular vote yeah
4: he he was a, wasn't for electoral college he didn't like
2: it very much right he still said i why would i change my mind just because i want uh, and he has. And he has. yeah. But I mean, come on, that was three days ago. Right, because uh, the. That was the, three days ago! Look, the 2012 to 2016 Donald Trump, there are so many disagreements between those two people yeah. that it's, it's almost not even that crazy. Yeah. But this is a this weekend Donald Trump to today, Donald Trump. I mean, he was on 60 Minutes and Very saying true. that he wanted the popular vote instead of the Electoral College. Now it's genius. Um, so let me ask bad. you let me, I was listening to an interview with the guy who's pushing for the national popular vote. And really interesting what they're trying to do here. They are not trying to pass a constitutional amendment to get rid of the Electoral College. That is not their plan. This is fascinating what they're trying to do. And And they make some good arguments. So let me lay them out for you. First of all, their arguments. They claim, because the argument from the Electoral College people, people who favor that, is that, well, no one would go to Wyoming. Right? No, one would go to, uh, mm. no one would go to Nebraska. No one would go to Rhode Island. People would just go to five main cities and that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. That, five main cities that, mm-hmm. that's it. Which is a legitimate argument, I think. Their argument is the same, however, in that they say right now it's just the president of the swing states. People don't go to Alaska. They just go to uh, the ten states that are closest. And that's why they campaign all the time. hmm um, you know, with the exception of obviously the primary process, but once you get to the general election, which is what this would deal with, uh, no one goes to, uh, you know, Kansas. I mean, it's very rare that someone goes in campaign. I mean, you know, Donald Trump had to go to Utah, but only because it was close, right? And it was actually Pence that went there. But like most of these yeah. states get completely ignored with the exception of occasional fundraising visits. And that is like the type of thing that they say that would address. And this would, of course, mean that their argument was if you're in California, your vote means nothing because you it's already a, a decided state. It's a good start um, yeah, of, to that argument. It's, it's, it's not a, a terrible argument now. But what's more interesting to me is and that's why I think and I said this at the beginning, they're going to come after this and it's going to work on a lot of people, including a lot of conservatives. Oh, it already a is. lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, absolutely it, because it already does is. in your head. It makes logical sense. Not to mention, if the presidential candidate is a guy supporting it, if the Republican nominee, the Republican president, is supporting it, not to mention,
3: we're a democracy. Yeah. Don't you want your democratic vote? This to is count. a democracy, and your democratic vote didn't count. Right, and that's why they continually hammer the democracy bullcrap. We're not a democracy. This is
2: not a democracy. So what's your argument against someone who says that? It's only the president of the swing states. If you're in California, your vote means nothing now. No one ever comes and campaigns there now. You might be changing
3: the places that people don't go. Of course your vote still means something. Just because the candidate doesn't go there doesn't mean your vote doesn't mean well, anything. They would say the same thing about the popular vote. No, just because, because no one goes to
2: Wyoming, your vote still counts.
3: It's not just going there. It is that if you... Uh, the large states... The, the big uh, popular vote from the large states will dominate this election every single time. And it won't matter who wins Maine. It won't matter who wins Wyoming. It won't matter who wins Utah, Nevada and New Mexico. Nobody cares. Well, with the, those electoral votes, it does matter because you get points awarded for each of those states, which add up eventually to sometimes a larger state. I mean, uh, uh, Trump wouldn't have won. I, and it's it's only because like if you control but i, I don't think that california t- new york and florida every time or california new york Texas. michigan uh california new york michigan you'll a republican will never win never well, win well i mean but, but wait a minute the, the
2: republican almost won the popular vote here. And remember, but he didn't, didn't, but he didn't campaign on it. He, he campaigned in states where he was trying to win electoral votes and not a popular vote. Yeah. If he tried to campaign to win a popular vote, it would have been a totally different campaign. I don't take think it up it's with fair. The
3: and that's what, that's what I tell you. Take it, uh, take it up <laughs> with the founders. Because they're the well, ones who came up with right. the system. And it's a good system. And, and it's I, a damn good system. I'm a defender
2: of, them. I'm just trying to you know, be devil's advocate here. But, How, but you're saying they're not attacking for the, right. This is what I think is <laughs> right. fascinating about it. So they're not, tr- this is, I mean, look, when you see brilliance on the other side, you have to recognize it. And this is a brilliant approach. By the way, the guy who was speaking about it was a Republican. He's not even a Democrat. Um, so, so it wasn't necessarily a partisan effort in this particular case. But the way they're doing it is they know they can't get a, 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 a constitutional amendment passed to get the, the, uh, the Electoral College wiped out and go to a national popular vote. What they're doing is they're going state by state. And they're saying to the state, mm-hmm. sign this compact. And what it will do is if you sign it and we get to a certain amount, you will put this plan into uh, into uh, into effect. This is how it works. The regardless of who votes in their state, they pass a law that me, the their electoral votes will go to the winner of the popular vote. So. All right. okay. So let's say Texas does this. Uh, Donald Trump wins by 20 points. But if they're in this, if they've passed the law, they give the electoral votes to whoever wins the popular vote, no matter what. So all they have to do to get this to work is get enough states to get to 270 electoral votes that it doesn't matter what happens in the other states. Because if those 270 electoral votes go to the winner of the popular vote, they win anyway. Mm -hmm. They already have 165 electoral votes signed up for this. They're already up to 165 so if you have a if you have a situation where the president of the united states and i bet this is sim, one of the reasons why trump is coming out and saying by the way the electoral college is genius if they can get that across with the support of a republican president they'd only need to get a couple big states or several small states they only need another 105 electoral votes mm-hmm. now i don't know i don't know have the entire uh, list of what states they have i would assume they're mostly democratic states but i mean you knock you lock in a texas a florida and a couple of others you're there and that means we have a national popular vote for all intents and purposes. Because the state, even if Maine uh, has their state lose, you know, Maine votes for Hillary Clinton by sixty points, they would still cast their electoral votes for Trump if Trump won the the popular vote. So they don't have to deal with all the the nightmare scenarios of a, of an electoral college constitutional amendment, which would be basically impossible. They get it done through the states. In a weird approach with federalism that would actually overturn the Electoral College without overturning it. Mm. I mean, it's an amazing it's an amazing attempt. Yeah. You know, I mean, I you know, I don't I don't feel the need to, to change it again. You know, I mean, obviously, at this point, the Republican candidates have been on the right side of two of the last five of these elections with this scenario, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: um, 2000, 2016. So right now it's easy for Republicans to say, well, I like the electoral college. It's better. But I mean, if Hillary Clinton won the electoral college and there are times it looked like this might happen and lose the popular vote, I would have been fine with it. That is the way the system is structured and I would have been completely fine with it. Obviously, Democrats protesting in the streets and burning down uh, Starbucks in, uh, you know, uh, in Portland, Oregon, apparently are not so fine with it. But again, if it happened the other way around, they'd be fine with it. Yeah. We wouldn't be even talking about it. No. We it's wouldn't even be talking about it's, it. it. It's something you got to protect against, though, because they are trying to do it. And I think the average person who does not know the founders, what the founders thought or what their theories were, is going to be won over um, or could be won over by this if, if we don't And that's almost everybody,
3: frankly. It's almost everybody. Right. I mean, as we've seen in this election, it's almost everybody. Yeah. So they might get this done. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me uh, and, and because we just continually get further and further and further away from the Constitution, mm-hmm. um, man. And that doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon. Trump is supposedly so disgusted with Chris Christie now wow. and is handling a bridge gate that he's he's. Booting the the New Jersey governor out of his inner, inner circle. He's already been relieved of the uh, head of the, the transition team. He was already relieved of that. Yeah. And that was given to, uh, who was that given to? Uh, Pence. Yeah, Mike Pence. Right. Uh, Trump thought it was shameful that Christie didn't take the fall. For Bridget Kelly, Trump's really angry that Christie is sending a soccer mom to jail. He believes 100% that Christie was behind it all. Yeah, he,
4: that's the report.
3: Yeah, he, I think this the is the another report.
4: Stu Trump story
3: that gets in
4: the wash. Well, you not, know, I, I don't know, it's
3: interesting because I, you're right. Uh, I think that's probably I, true. Oh, listen to uh, this. But Christie yeah, was and here's, here's more evidence of that. Trump really doesn't like it when married women with kids get hurt in politics. <laughs> Come, on, really? Come on! Isn't Megyn Kelly a married woman with kids?
2: <laughs> Shut up! Is Carly Fiorina a married woman with kids? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, pretty ridiculous. Give me a break. Uh, quickly, though, this is a, this is oh, man. what's interesting about this is, you would think there's a major scandal with a guy who works close with him, and you'd think Trump's issue with that would be. Wow, he was involved in a scandal and it was terrible. No. His issue is he doesn't like the fact that Christie didn't stand by his his uh, close confidant who did mm-hmm. the dirty work. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like the fact that Christie hung her out to dry when it was obviously a Christie operation. And that becomes uh, – that's very typical of, uh, of the way uh, this stuff gets handled. Um, and so, I, don't, I mean, I, it will be interesting to kind of see – uh, where that goes from here? Um, they're saying now Giuliani for Secretary of State, which is a weird yeah. fit. I mean, Attorney Mm-mm. General I might understand, but uh, it's a weird fit there. Um, I don't, I don't think I, a good one. No, I don't think so. He's Secretary of State he does not st- strikes me strike me as a statesman per se. Giuliani he has a, he has his good sides, uh, but
3: uh, yeah. They're, or they're saying Bolton is the other guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, also, uh, according to Zero Hedge, Swedish chef was attacked by Muslim men. Because he looks like Donald Trump. <laughs> Swedish chef Anders Vendel became the latest uh, lar- latest target of the inverse racism backlash, sweeping Sweden when he was reportedly assaulted by three Muslim men who punched and kicked him in the face and head, sending him to the emergency room. Describing the assault on Facebook, Vendel said he was attacked because he looked like Donald Trump. Doesn't really look like Donald Trump. Uh, let's get a close-up of him, could we? Uh, just zoom right in on... That doesn't look like Donald Trump at all. No. <laughs> that is I I wouldn't ever even consider the fact that that's Donald Trump. No. Not from a distance, even. Not at all. Give hmm. uh, him right. some he got, bigger hair, maybe. All right. Maybe he got beaten and kicked for some other reason, but uh, <laughs> he came up with a broken nose, bumps, clogged eye, hmm. mouth, lips, jaw, even a broken right thumb. Wow. Possible he's just a crappy chef. That's, that's possible, that's question. too. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is possible.
2: All right. A right, AAA Beck is the phone number. Uh, let's uh, talk to you about your current phone carrier. What is going on with it? Mm. Come on, why are you dealing with your current phone carrier? You know they're giving money to left-wing causes you don't believe in. You know that's how this works. We've talked to you about it already. Yeah. We're talking about money that goes to remove conservative leaders from office. Luckily, you need to have options.
3: You have Patriot Mobile. Mm. That's your option. Patriot yeah. Mobile offers, offers nationwide talk and text. They have high-speed 4G LTE data, competitive prices. And again, that's not code for ah, a little bit more than you're paying right now. No, it's lower than you're paying now. Then they donate 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization or cause of your choice. Get the same quality service, the latest
2: and greatest phones. They'll pay up to $350 in fees for you to switch. And like
3: they actually support the conservative values that you believe in. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's really nice. Go to PatriotMobile.com blaze. PatriotMobile.com blaze. Or you can give them a call, too, the old-fashioned way, (laughs) 877-367-7524, 877-367-7524.
5: The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com
0: customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com.
5: Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.
7: 888
3: Beck bec Pat and Obama's actually been sort of a... I don't know, a calming influence uh, the last few days. <laughs> he actually said the people have spoken. Donald Trump's a president. You know, he won it fair and square. And he's, uh, he's been saying all the right things, which really kind of blows me away because he was very vitriolic before the election. Very bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was really he was not good.
2: More on the attack than Hillary was. Yeah. Uh, not presidential uh, at all. But then it. I guess... I guess there's something about that office, man. And, you know, yeah. it's, we've seen it every single time, at least that I've been alive, uh, that I can remember.
3: It's a it's peaceful always, transition of power. It's peaceful. just a, an amazing thing. And almost beyond peaceful, it's oddly nice. Yeah.
2: You know, I mean, I, the only one we've yeah. ever seen that there was any rumors of, of real
3: sort of negativity was the Clinton to Bush uh, thing after the contested elections of t- 2000. Where, where they took that. The, and then the big thing was they did a bunch of pranks. Yeah, the like house. they took the W's off the keyboards <laughs> and such, uh, you know. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, I it's, mean,
2: it, usually it's you worse know. than that around the world, Pat, uh, uh, in history. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, Some yeah.
3: places you'd have booby traps placed all over the uh, <laughs> so place. And,
2: you might and, explode when you sit down at the rest <laughs> of the desk yeah. in most countries.
3: Uh, so it'd be a little more severe than the W removed from a keyboard.
2: Yeah, and so far, generally speaking, I think he's been pretty good. There was rumor that he uh, didn't want to take a photo with, uh, with, the, first, with the new first family um uh, mm-hmm. which is uh, kind of uh, you know i whether that's been confirmed or not i i don't know but generally speaking his public face has been positive i think he's been pretty mm-hmm. good uh, so that's that's uh, kind of nice to see and an amazing thing that we talked about during the campaign a little bit which is sort of amazing to think the first lady of the united states is going to be a woman born in a communist country i mean you know who really had a real mm-hmm. tr- you know had an amazing ride from the punishment of communism in Slovenia to the the, the White House. I mean, it, it's kind of an amazing, great story, really, when you think about it. And, um, you know, that's kind of something, no matter what happened in this election, it was going to be a, a weird one. When we got past the primaries, it was either a, a woman from a communist country, a guy, the first first mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. Uh, or... The, the, the outside chance, certainly at the beginning, he, he had an opportunity, was Gary Johnson, who's not married. He has a girlfriend, a long-term girlfriend, so there wouldn't technically be a first lady. Um, so it would have been kind of an interesting thing, no matter what happened in the election. And we wind up with uh, Melania Trump, who has got to be the best-looking first lady of all time. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, well, Martha Washington. You know,
3: Eleanor, uh, <laughs> Eleanor Roosevelt. That was one hot babe. Uh, yeah, by
2: by far, without question. Uh, so. It was just kind of interesting. And I, I will say, um, the transition, while it's got to be soul-crushing for Barack Obama in a way, here's a guy who came into office with incredibly high approval ratings, the highest uh, probably... Entering office that I could ever remember, and certainly has to be in my lifetime, highest approval rating coming into office. I mean, His mm. approval rating was around 80% when he entered office. Now, that went away pretty fast when he started passing things. Uh, but he came in on a really, real high road. He uh, was able to push through some of the most, to me, devastating legislation that has been done since probably LBJ. Uh, in the idea of Obamacare and some of the other big programs. Uh, Dodd-Frank is another disaster uh, that came in with him. But he was able to get all that stuff done in that first couple of years, then suffered through, I mean, you know, he's at a high point. He's got more progressivism done than probably any president since at least LBJ. Then he's got a 70%, you know, 78% approval rating that drops down. He loses a wave election in 2010, the biggest wave election uh, in 100 years, Uh, But he holds on to the office in 2012 and he has to think, hey, this is a positive moment. I did it. What happens? 2014, another wave election against him. 2016, he loses to, I mean, look, objectively, the worst candidate that has ever run for president of the United States uh, Mm -hmm. and from a major party. And and you say, well, wait a minute. How is that? How can that be objective when it's just your opinion? Um, Because it's that good of an opinion. (laughs) <laughs> that's how it happens and look the guy won and i hope he's a great president but anybody should have been able to beat him let's be honest about it the guy he i mean all of the things that happened in that even campaign, hillary even hillary should, should have been, been able, able to. to beat her to beat him and probably would have if not for you know an fbi investigation and in it's days before the election yeah uh, and i know she's using that as an excuse she's probably wrong before oh never mind Right, it was so weird. Oh, wow. But she's probably right. In fact, in one interesting part, um, in sort of the postmortem on this, again, I again, I don't care that she, you know, I'm, it's, hopefully Trump's going to be good. So, but I mean, I can understand them thinking that that was the reason for it. The other part was interesting is they actually looked at Comey clearing her as a negative. Um, they, the three days before, they saw it as a bad thing because it brought it back into the news cycle again. And all the people who broke late in the last few days, they broke towards Trump, and their opinion is that they think that it was brought up 12 days. It was really damaging, but she was kind of maybe being able to turn it it. around again, and then it got brought up again three days before the election, which they that was their death knell. Yeah, especially since she spent that time
4: after those 12 days, uh, and even a little bit during, but after for sure saying that uh, uh, you know that's past. It's already done. Uh, I've already said what I've said about him. It was a mistake. Sorry. Move on. And then it was, wow, back into the spotlight again. Oh, who was lying? Her or the FBI? Obviously, people thought she was. I mean, Hmm. I certainly
3: did. I'm happy to see her go. Have a nice day. Well, I mean, we're all happy to see her go. You didn't sound like it that. It's just who made her go that uh, I'm not that happy <laughs> with. No.
2: Yeah, I am not either, but it's right. interesting to see how that kind of came across. I mean, yeah, because it's, it's a weird yeah. story. It's yeah. a weird election, man. I mean, no doubt. Know, who would have thought that all of this would have happened? I mean, and so that sort of um surprised at the results uh, that i think everybody had at some not everybody but 90% of the country or voters were surprised at that outcome especially when you look back to 2015 I and mean, you look at the whole picture i mean it really is shocking mm-hmm. maybe we can be shocked by him as a good president too I, hope so. I i hold out hope i mean i you have to look at what he's doing and his indications early are i would say decidedly mixed. I mean, Steve Bannon is a terrible um, appointment for me, um, but he, you know, that's just an appointment. It doesn't mean he's, he hasn't done anything, right? Like, it's a matter of how Bannon's influence is is u- utilized. And if it's, if it's Bannon being a jerk to climate deniers, I'm actually going to be fine with that, right? I a mean, jerk to a climate activist, I'm going to be fine with that. I mean... We'll the, be lucky if it's only that. Right. I mean, there are things that Bannon does that I'm going to be happy about he's not all bad he's just i'm just worried about his ties to the alt-right and and those things because i mean like if you if you open up if you're a blaze if you're a never trump blaze follower and you open up um, breitbart and you take out the just the trump glorification the you know hero worship that goes on at breitbart many of the issues you're going to agree with like you know the alt-right uh i disagree with many of their things but they're against political correctness well i am too i mean we've all we a lot of those things will unite um, I think, uh, on many of those uh, causes. And Bannon <clears throat> seems to have no fear of of pissing off the other side, which is good. It's what, you know, a lot of that is what we wanted. It's just a matter of if it's because he's going to, you know, you know put giant tariffs on China and he doesn't care about pissing off the other side, I think that's going to be a bad thing. It's just a matter of how it's utilized. So I, I don't think it's, I, I think trying to honor the, um, the pledge that we kind of made of like, look, we... We don't like the guy. We don't think he's going to be a good president, but we've got to give him a chance to be a good president. And I'm only going to judge him on what he's done. I don't think the appointments necessarily rise to that. I think it's got to be actual action. Uh,
3: meanwhile, the current sitting president um, promises to close uh, Gitmo Bay, uh, Guantanamo, by uh, the end of 2009. And I'm still kind of hopeful that he's able to do that. Um, because uh, I think it's important before 2010 comes to Pat, finally get those prisoners out of there, because some of them yeah, but Pat, aren't guilty. Yeah, well, what, why are you interrupting uh, me already? Uh, well, I'm mean, not finished with my points, too.
2: Well, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, um, but uh, there's this uh, thing called a calendar. Um, and uh-huh. what it does is it design it tells you what... Like, what, to,
3: no, what I've heard of you, it. I've heard, heard of you it. Okay. Yeah. What year yeah. you're in, you know mm-hmm. how that works? Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we're in 2016. What's your point? So we missed 2011, not, uh-huh. 2012, right. 2013, 2014, 2015. Okay, but we're still at 2000. We and, and need and to get to 2009 and, and 10. Then, and 2009, he missed all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 already? Yeah. What? I know. Uh, you mean that deadline passed? It did pass. We missed it. Uh, uh, at the time. He said
3: he was going to close it in his first year. Is that over already? It is all. <laughs> wow, that went time by moves, fast. Time uh, moves pretty fast. That went by. Fast.
2: It did, didn't it? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's acknowledging, by the way, he's failed on this, yeah. which is kind
3: of funny. Uh, uh, this is kind of fun. He's, uh, here's what he said about Gitmo. With respect to
8: uh, Guantanamo, it is true that I have not been able to close the darn thing.
3: <laughs> no kidding!
8: Because yeah, it uh, is. It is the true. congressional restrictions that have been placed uh, on oh, us. Oh, shut up. Uh, well, that's true, right? Well, what is he also said he true is we have greatly kay. reduced the population.
3: So... You now and he have had a Democrat, uh, significantly majority,
8: less place. than 100 people there. Uh, uh-huh. There are some additional transfers that may be taking place over the next two months. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh,
8: there is a group of very dangerous people that mm-hmm. we have strong have, evidence strong, of having yeah, been no. guilty okay. Okay. of committing terrorist acts against the United yeah, States that's we have them, that's because right. of the nature <laughs> of the evidence. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> in some cases, uh, that evidence being compromised, it's very difficult to uh-huh. put them before a right. typical Article Three court.
3: Here's the thing. Uh, he promised to do this in the first year. And in the first year, he had a Democrat majority in Congress. So why didn't he get it done then? Why, why didn't that happen? It wasn't until 2010 that, that they got swept out and we had the Republican majority. So why couldn't he do it in the time when he promised to do it? Why? I mean, they stopped him, right? Yes, and, you know, I the know, Democrats I stopped him? No, no, the Republicans did. Yeah, but he had a Democrat majority in 2009. He did,
2: he did. but I mean, Demo- you're right, Democrats did stop him. Yeah. So I mean, they, they, there were enough Democrats who thought it was how, stupid how to bring terrorists How could not get his, his
3: own party right. on board? I mean, he legitimately you know, failed with that, that one. Yeah, Usually yeah. they have some sort of... It was of, just a failing proposition because nobody, nobody wants to close. Right, Nobody wants a, a bunch of terrorists in their state. Except him. He wanted to, for whatever reason, bring him to the mainland.
2: Who wants that? An That's asinine. So, what he's done, and, and he explained it in there, is just like, ah, we'll just let everybody out of it. We'll keep it open. We'll just leave we'll there's right. be no one in it.
3: Right. Which is, uh, you know. And he's released a lot of them.
2: And, and, and so, in some ways, he has partially kept that promise. I mean,. You know, again, this is what Obama does. Did he did he get, uh, you know, c- comprehensive immigration reform passed? No, but he did dig an executive order to make it so that anyway, yeah. he yes, just goes he around the process right. when he can't get to it. He, he will yeah. he will pole vault, uh, as they say, uh, mm-hmm. into whatever he needs to get done. And that's the way he's handled his presidency. And how many damn times did we war? <laughs> You're not going to like this when somebody else gets control of those levers you've created. Over you over. are not going to like it when Donald Trump now has the right to do, because you've set the precedent
3: to do all of this stuff on his own. They couldn't uh, imagine that this would happen. No, they, they couldn't, couldn't. They couldn't imagine it. And we tried to We tried to say, you know, there, somebody's going to get in there that you don't like. <laughs> and that, that has happened to the will millionth say, power. I meant. Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz. Right. I
2: didn't even think it was going to yeah, be Donald we Trump. We
3: didn't even know how bad it would be. Because
2: Cruz, I think, would be tempted to do a lot of these things to reverse uh, the stuff that had been done under Democrats. He would u- want be tempted to utilize that power. My belief is, to this day, that mm-hmm. he would probably resist that temptation. Yeah, Because so. he, he respects the Constitution, and he's... Mm-hmm. I think he would. Trump's not going to resist that stuff. He's going to walk in there he and do whatever the care. hell he wants to he do. Doesn't he's doesn't not even going to know the restrictions exist. Right. He's going to say, the last guys did it We can do it. And Bannon Mm -hmm. is exactly on that front. And, you know, a lot of that stuff, to be honest with you, is going to feel really good, really good Mm -hmm. when they push through stuff, uh, when they when they ignore rules and get stuff done. It's going to feel good. The question is, is it the right thing to do? And I would say that it is not the right thing to do in, in most circumstances. And we've talked about this before. It's one thing to utilize those levers to undo what had just been done utilizing those levers. Mm-hmm. You know, like if they say, well, nuclear option to or, or executive uh, uh, power to uh, make some immigration rule change to use executive power to undo that change, I think is probably OK. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but outside of that, you don't want to get into a, a, an executive order uh, contest with the left who wants all power to be uh, surrounding one uh, sort of guy like that. They want all the power because you grow in government. When you normalize that behavior, uh, you grow government. You increase the power of federal government. And while the, the, the left might lose it in the short term, long term, they've grown government. And that's what they want. So in reality, even when you use it for conservative ends, you wind up growing government and, and the progressives wind up winning the long yeah. battle. This is how they do it all the time.
3: Indeed. 888-727-BECK, Patents and Stu. You know, uh, there's a company called Bull & Branch. Mm. And I love these guys because they have reinvented the betting industry. They sell direct To you from their website, without the department store markup, which can sometimes be like 800 percent. Just the 800 percent, though. I mean, they're not not doing
2: 8,000 percent. If it wasn't for Barack Obama, it would be 80,000 percent. But then they're just doing
3: 800 percent now. Thank goodness for Um, Barack Obama.
2: Bolin Branch has kind of gone around uh, the whole thing, and they've gone around the system. And this is the sort of Mm -hmm. company that we like here in the program because... They take uh, something that, you know, that is out there already. They improve the product dramatically and they give you the highest quality sheets you can buy on the market. And then they do that in conjunction with a new approach on business. They innovate and they make it so you are able uh, to have the best sheets you can get, but for way less money than you normally pay for it.
3: Yeah. Organic cotton. It's not synthetic cotton. They actually use organic cotton. I'm I'm not sure what that means. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it means it's probably grown a, a certain way, but I, yeah. let me tell you something. The end result is what I super care about. Yes, it, it, they are so soft and so silky. These bed sheets mm. that they feel like you know, 2,000 thread count <laughs> sheets. They're really amazing. There's yeah. no pesticides next to your skin. It's just an awesome experience. And it's one of those life. things. It's the, they're the type of sheets that keep you in bed past the alarm going off. Definitely. That is what they are, because you just don't want to move. I, I, my, <laughs> in fact, this morning, my alarm went off, and I just laid there for about 10 minutes doing this with my foot on the sheets. I'm sure that was not it felt so good to your wife at all. <laughs> no? Okay, good. <laughs> she was snoring next to me. She had no idea, but, okay. man, I was... <laughs> I was just feeling that silky smoothness. It That's was great. awesome. Yeah, try Bowling Branch <laughs> yourself. Uh, don't don't listen to us and Pat's weird uh, rituals he does
2: in the morning. Uh, you can try it yourself for 30 nights in your own home. Sleep on them. Check them out. If you like them, you yeah. keep them. If you don't, they're going to give you your money back. Plus, shipping is free. Get a full refund
3: if, for some reason, you're not as impressed as we are. So there's absolutely nothing to lose. Yep. Go to BowlingBranch.com and use the promo code Blaze to save $50 off your first set of sheets. It's spelled B-O-L-L. And branch.com com, Promo code Blaze Oh ah. man Hi, welcome
2: Pat Pat Luckily Steve. my headphones are always in when that occurs Always Yeah, it, that is it's nev- That is a it's good thing literally never That's happened a good thing. without my headphones both being in <laughs> So I appreciate that um, So uh, So <laughs> You know, look, they're going to try to get uh, some of this, this, you know, stuff done with the Supreme Court. They want to get, obviously, they're trying to get Merrick Garland pushed through. That's not going to happen, obviously. No. Um, you know, the delay w- uh, was, it worked, right? I mean, I will say that, you know, we yeah. still, so we got, well, we have to at least see who he's going to appoint still. Um, but if he does still, get somebody good, it's going to be better than who Hillary Clinton would appoint. appoint you would at least think And so. better than Obama. And certainly better than Obama. Um, uh, so this is pretty interesting. This is um uh, we, Trump is obviously going to work. Um, is the one issue he seems pretty good on is the climate stuff. Yeah, I don't know that so it's a huge is, interest point of so his. So far so good, though. But he's embracing the skeptics, which uh, to me usually means it doesn't matter.
3: Uh,
2: people say, well, I want well, skeptics. They're terrible people. They, they, they're deniers, whatever. Bottom line is they don't want government involved in this. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can say you're a denier all you want. The bottom line is when it comes to government, I don't want our money uh, and new rules being passed to screw businesses and the people who are employing us uh, you know, with climate restrictions. It's ridiculous. Um, and uh, so far, seems like promising, uh, with uh, Myron Ebel, who's a guy who's a, a leading denier, quote-unquote. Um, and now Trump wants to get out of the Paris Agreement, which is a, a complete disaster, a complete waste of money. We covered that on Wonderful World of Stew, if you didn't see that. Um, they want to get past that. They want to... Um, uh, rework all these climate agreements. Obviously, this would be positive. Um, as far as the effect on climate, there's a couple of new uh, charts. This is pretty interesting. This is uh, Roger Pilkey, Jr., who um, shows the a trend of hurricanes to make landfall in the Which United Which have almost
3: States. decimated the United States of America since 2005 no, when not, the movie came out. Not for It said that hurricanes would be uh, more frequent and stronger than they'd ever they been. Did and say that. wow, have we seen... Uh, have we seen that come to fruition we haven't really. with uh, about two-thirds of the United States being totally and completely devastated by hurricanes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Not or or just the opposite, not like nothing's happened. There were some, right. uh, you know, we had I mean, one this I this mean, last, this last summer, oh, what, was it a month or two ago? Mm-hmm. We actually had one, and I forget the name of it. What was it? Miss, Mr. Boy. Meteorologist yeah. Jeffy in know. Waiting. Uh, what was the name of that hurricane that that hit the North Carolina. East Coast? Matthew, was it Matthew?
4: Yeah, I think it was, I think so.
3: Maybe, yeah, so maybe Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, so it did some damage, and I think actually killed a few people who yeah, d- drowned in America. Such, yeah. It, it was it really, really bad damage, in, yeah. in Haiti. So, uh, but so that was a fairly significant one. But it's the first in almost ten years. Anyway, we have a graph of what's been going on with her.
2: Yeah, and look at this. And what you'll see is obviously the the easy thing to look at is since the peak year of uh, 2005, which was the Katrina year, um, uh, you see there's been pretty much nothing. There's been a couple that have made landfall in small areas that didn't cause that much damage Mm -hmm. and almost nothing since 2008. Mm -hmm. Um, But more importantly is this trend. Mm. Look at the red line that comes across the graph and shows a decrease from 1900 to today. Now, it's not a huge wow. decrease, but the trend is actually going down,
3: down, not a that down. That's pretty amazing. It's pretty incredible. When you, when you listen to their bull crap, when you listen to their rhetoric, look at this again. Look at that, I mean, look at that line, and even, I mean, you go back to, like, 2004 and 2005, where there was definitely a spike, and it went up to uh, five hurricanes, six hurricanes in, what, 2004, that actually made landfall in the United States. Ending those two years. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Especially in the southeast. It seriously was. Fortunately, we got through that. And then there were none in. Is this a period of time here? Yeah, Where there's, it's a year, I think. Yeah. There's none. And then there was one. And then there were three that made landfall. I can't even remember what. The, oh, well, this one. This year we, we hit us in Houston. Um, it was uh, Hurricane Ike. And then there was one in the next two years, or none in the next year. There were yeah. one in the next two years, and then none, and then one. I mean, yeah, it's an amazing trend, really. And less than 1900 when they told us they'd be more frequent and more powerful. Which is exactly why France and the United Nations said today
4: that uh, U.S. President-elect Donald Trump uh, risks, uh, great up, stepped up their big warnings against Trump that they risked quitting that 2015 global plan. Yeah, they are trying to... No way.
2: Look, Uh, there are things I do expect Trump to bend on and, uh, you know, and not live up to conservative (laughs) orthodoxy by any means. Uh, Climate, Mm -hmm. though, doesn't... I just doesn't, I've never seen any passion from him either way. And those are the sorts of issues where you're hopeful with Trump. Because I've been
3: kind of surprised he's been as strong as he has on this.
2: Yeah, because I think what he does here is he just lets other people handle it. And this was, mm-hmm. by the way, the sales pitch that came from people in Washington to us. Yes, it was. It was, don't worry about Trump. If he wins, he's going to... There's a lot of the stuff he doesn't care about, and he's going to let other people handle it. Mm-hmm. And so if he picks... You know, a climate skeptic or a guy who's a libertarian who wants government out of this process and just lets that go, maybe that's good. The problem with it is when he runs into bumps, will he push through it? And if you don't have passion for an issue, the answer to that is usually no. I don't want my my, agenda. The thing on trade I actually care about derailed by this climate thing I don't care about. Right. So we'll see. I mean, he is a business guy, though, and, and you'd think he'd be for less regulation on business sort of inherently. Even when he was a Democrat and a liberal, a lot of times he sided on that sort of, uh, you know, side of things. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, by the way, we also talked to you about um, um, the shade balls. Um, mm-hmm. I gonna explain it any further than that. Just watch.
3: The shade balls away. Yeah, we watch. it. video. <laughs> remember this. You did? Yeah, I've been here.
2: Let's see how many there are. 95 million of them. Wow. Los Angeles Reservoir.
3: I don't remember. What are you talking about? <laughs> Look just on that. There. Uh, yeah, they keep water safe. water safe from sunlight, dust, birds, whatever. Dark colored, their dark coloring attracts UV rays, saving water from evaporation, controlling algae growth. Hmm. That's pretty good. Update to the reservoir would have cost over $300 million. Construction was infeasible. men's surface area of the space would have required two separate covers and a division dam. But the shade balls cost only $34.5 million for the same result. Huh. Successful alternative to construction. This will be the final use of this technology in the... Uh, LA reservoir system and but it apparently worked they're saying it's just kind of creepy to watch it almost hmm. like it's weird but yeah, i mean it, creepy it and cool at the same time yeah. look at that how many million were there Nin- was 95 million is that 95 I that? million balls that's amazing that's a lot all right let's uh, hear. jeffy has some bizarre no i do no i no, you don't want me to talk about this
4: <laughs> i'm just saying that <laughs> really? no my 95 million shade balls
3: i'm not supposed to comment on that no, probably. Normally you tell me, Jeffy, don't,
4: don't, no. We don't want anything. We don't Don't make any jokes. <laughs> now you're asking me to make ninety-five 95 no, million we're not. shade In ball fact, jokes?
3: In fact, we're all you're out of time. You're asking me to do that? No, the fact <laughs> okay. is we're all out of time. There's more Pat and Sku coming up. <laughs> I mean, I'm I mean, we, happy to make I shade we ball like jokes. we like you too, you bet, but we just don't have any time for it. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Good no, it's, it's okay. Uh, it's, you know, we... Like it again, but
2: uh, you can see. On. Well, uh, look. When you, 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 I don't know. You you stick with the you dance with the people who brought you, right? Is that the way it goes? Dance with the girl that brought you. It's close. Whatever. How's it go? Okay. I don't know. Jeffy? I don't know. You dance with the one that brung you?
3: That's correct. Right. Okay.
2: Dance, you dance with the one that brung you. And who brung, that's why I didn't want to say it this way, who brung uh, Donald Trump into the White House? Uh, well, Alex Jones did, of course. And uh, <laughs> Alex Natural. is bragging about
7: his, uh, his call mm-hmm. from Donald Trump. Why? Oh, no. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I was traveling here to the highest point in Austin, Texas, on beautiful Mount Bonnell.
5: To relate that to you the
7: fact that two? we have major choices to make as Americans of every race, color, and creed to decide whether we want to go back to what made this country great, low taxes, low regulations, private property, support of the family, support of sovereignty. Of or whether we want the siren song of globalism is nothing but modern corporate slavery worldwide. And on my way here, Donald Trump gave me a call. And I told him, Mr. President-elect, you're too busy, we don't need to talk. But we still spent over five minutes. He said, listen, Alex, I just mm. talked to the kings and queens of the world, world leaders, you name it. But he said, Does it doesn't matter. I wanted to talk to you to thank your audience, and I'll be on the next few weeks to thank them. I said, is this a private call? He said, no. I want to thank your viewers, thank your listeners for standing up for this republic. We know what you did early on throughout this campaign, standing for its right. It shows. He's not the average elitist. These stuck-up nobodies who believe they control the world, who believe everybody's an idiot, who, who tell you over and over again uh, that, oh, you can't win the primary. Even if you do, we'll take it away from you. We're the new royalty. Or the people that tell you have absolutely no rights or freedoms. This is what they do. They've been wrong on every front. The pollsters were wrong because they were lying Mm, in the demographics of the polls. They were sampling 12 to 15, 20 points more for Hillary. Yeah. So they stole five states on November 8th, but still lost. And this whole criminal multinational (laughs) enterprise. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, is now coming down.
2: This guy is such a is this a way for
4: him to just trying to get Trump on? I
2: now, no, well, I could be lying. Obviously, I, I, it's interesting because first of all, he says that uh, these these nobodies who think they run the world isn't your whole show based on the fact that they do run the world. Yeah, it's yeah. their, their whole premise. Uh, but it's it, it's interesting because to see if he's going to continue the Sandy Hook isn't real and the government is doing it. Now that his guy mm-hmm. is president, what do you do if you're Alex Jones? It's a tough line. Like, does is the government still doing conspiracies that are bringing down? Uh,
3: I think everything has to be against
7: Donald Trump now. Every every conspiracy is about Donald. They're all coming after Donald the Globalist. Coming after Donald the Globalist.
3: Stu, 888-727-B-E-C-K uh, the, I, I love how cities all over the country are already claiming uh, we're, not, we're, we're, we're not listening to uh, any uh, immigration officials, we're not going to work with them we're not going to help them we're not going to change our sanctuary city policies, they're doing this in Chicago they're doing it in Boston um, there were several other cities okay. that I read about, uh, you know Rule of law, okay? You can't just say, screw you, I'm not following the law. You, you, you can't do that and have uh, a cohesive society. You just can't do it. How do they, where do they get off doing this kind of stuff? Well, you keep saying they can't do it. I, I don't know if that word means what you think it means, because <laughs>
2: uh, um, they keep doing it. Uh, it's interesting because it, it shouldn't now, uh, happen, but it, it does. You're it's, right. It's it's it, a carrot and right. stick thing here, I mm-hmm. guess, really, though. I mean, in that they will, there's going to be consequences to this. Do without the federal money, then. Yeah, do without the federal that, money. And that's what's going to happen, right?
3: I mean, that's uh, what he says what is going to happen. But he says is going to happen. We'll I hope he, he really backs this up. The sanctuary city thing is yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, abhorrent. Separate from the idea if you think
2: it's right or wrong. Like, let's say, for example, you think... We should open up the borders, and every illegal immigrant should be able to come here whatever they want. The idea that a city should be allowed to ignore the law mm-hmm. to uh, implement what is essentially their own federal policy on immigration right. is something that the left ch- w- argued against when Arizona tried to pass a law Correct. to, yeah, to yeah. handle their own immigration process. Beyond that, it's just plainly wrong. Like You should try to go out and, and win the argument and pass something. Mm-hmm. Um, you should try to go out and fight with the government. You should try to sue the government. You can try to do a million different things, but just ignoring them uh, is a little odd. Now, they can't stop the ICE officials, theoretically, from, uh, from you know, doing their work in their cities. But they can just, the, what they're doing is like, well, we're just not going to be part of it.
3: Yeah, we're uh, not going to uh, cooperate ignore. with them. Yeah.
2: Uh, it's,
4: it, it's pretty bad. It. Unbelievable. Yeah. So you've got, what, New York,
3: Chicago, Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Come on now. Uh, it's almost so all much. the sanctuary city. I mean, I mean there's like is. 276 yeah. of them, but I'm sure more of them will be saying the same defiant thing very yeah. soon.
2: Well, look, if, you, if you're going to be defiant enough to pass a sanctuary city sort yeah. of a set of rules, yeah. you're going to probably to be defiant here too. Yeah. If he actually cuts off the money, is where it gets interesting because that is where it gets interesting because because <laughs> I will love look, to see that. Me that is too. going to do to probably real damage to the, um, the inner workings of the way the city handles itself. Like, they would need mm-hmm. to raise taxes in their city, for example, to pay for the amount of money they were getting from the federal government. Now, mm-hmm. I believe they shouldn't be getting money from the federal government anyway, but it's going to change uh, dramatically what goes on there. Things might get really bad mm-hmm. for, I mean, for they're some time, to, they're right? already
4: Dallas is one of these, one, another one of these cities that are looking into uh, what to do if they do
2: that. Right. The issue here is, of course... That Donald Trump will be the one blamed for the things that are going wrong in the city. And they're not going to, bl- you know, no one's going to be blaming uh, the city. I mean, not no one, but most people won't. So the question although, is, is he willing to walk through that fire Trump, for this?
4: Although, to you know, to the one good thing about Trump is he's able to go on national television and say, "Look, I cut him off because they're breaking the law." If they, mm-hmm. if they start following the law, you'll get your money back.
3: Mm-hmm. Make America great again. Yeah, gotta I got like, to go golf. See you later. I mean, he the one I thing about know. Trump, uh, another thing about Trump is he does tend to say, yeah, I don't care about the coverage. Right. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. And he does. And that's in these cases, that will be a good thing for him. So what's good
2: for America, right? I mean, it, that's, that's
4: what he'll he's say. He's gone through I two so. pretty
2: yeah. so. interesting. Listen, think about his phases for a second. He's gone through two interesting phases. One, the primary process, in which this, these were positives, right? Mm-hmm. Him getting attacked by the media was a positive. It obviously worked for him. Mm-hmm. The general, he tried it again, and it worked against him, until he stopped pissing off the media, and then he won. Mm-hmm. Now he's going into a situation where he's actually president of the United States. He's got to deal with all sorts of different things that he never had, has had to deal with before. Um, and he is entering an environment where every single movie he makes is going to be focused on even more than it has before. Uh, not to mention that he needs the uh, cooperation. It's like he didn't get the cooperation from Republicans, even, when he was uh, losing. A lot of them bailed. A lot of them uh, right. said, we're not going to support you. We're not going to go out and campaign for you. When he started winning, they all came back. into the. You know, so, again, making America great again, you're going to get tired of winning. If, if that's true, when we win so much, we're tired of it. He's going to have no problems, I don't think. <laughs> if these guys start bailing from him, well, then he can't pass the, he can't pass the measures he wants. Yeah. He can't enforce them. Mm -hmm. Um, There are there could be some repercussions. It's going to be an interesting thing to watch because like we all like as, as a country, the country said, F it. We know that you keep telling us there are things that there are. Reasons that these laws exist. There are reasons you don't put a guy in that doesn't have this much a lot of information about the topics. There are reasons why you have people who have experience. There are reasons why you have people who don't fly off the handle at any at any given uh, turn of events. You're
4: talking crazy right now.
2: And the country said, "You know what? Yeah, we know that." Um, we've heard your arguments on that one, but F you. So we now get to try. It's kind of a fun experiment if you didn't have to be affected by it. Mm-hmm. We now get to kind of see what the hell happens when you throw in a guy who doesn't really know anything about the topics. And it's kind of like willy nilly goes about his day and tries stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to
3: get to see how that works. Maybe it works great. You know, I hope so. That's how these crazy elections go. Yeah. That's, that's what happens after these heated, contested mm-hmm. elections where there's a lot of mud slung. Uh, it's happened, Pat. You know, a lot of it has been uh, I mean, thrown in, around. In the Trump election, the Trump-Hillary uh, election wasn't the only one. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good segue, Pat.
3: Thank you. Uh, and you're bringing us Thank right you. to the
2: devastating congressional election between Harold Flumlasky and Ernie Velveeta. Devastating's a good word for it. Yeah. If you watched part yeah. one yesterday, you need to see how this thing turns out. Here's part two.
8: Welcome back to MSNPS's coverage of the most electrifying election that we will ever live through. Ernie Veldita and Harold Flablasky. There's been a lot of wild claims made in this campaign, but there's also been some serious fact checkery as well. What? Watch.
0: Ernie Velveeta says he cares about the community. Fact. He never says which community he's referring to. Ernie Velveeta claims to care about children. Fact. Many child molesters say the same thing. Does Ernie Velveeta really care for us?
3: Fact. No.
0: No.
8: Harold Flavlowski brings up a pretty strong case there. He never did say which community he cares about.
3: Ernie Velveeta doesn't specify which community he cares about because he doesn't just care about one community. He cares about every community in the world. That's how much he cares, community by community. Some people think he loves children a little too much. But one thing's for sure, he loves communities. Stammy LeJackson,
8: what do you think? Look, I think Flimlowski raises some important points here. Ernie
4: Velveeta has never said he cares about me specifically. He probably doesn't even
7: know me. We don't even know each other. He's never reached out. He never called me. Is it a race thing? I don't know, but yes. Yes, it is. Well,
8: racism is just one of the many vicious accusations that have been thrown around in this campaign. Watch!
9: Harold Flemlasky, a police record a mile long, theft, carjacking, sexual assault, rape, murder. Do you want someone involved in a murder investigation representing you?
8: Wow, that is a powerful ad. Dick Nelton. we haven't heard much from you yet.
9: Well, let me tell you something about Harold Lasky, okay? He's got "flem" in his name, and he's responsible for all kinds of crimes. Look at his rap sheet, the bodies that have piled up doing due to his questionable involvement in some of these crimes. Big crimes. OK, I, could, I, could, I can't even tell you how horrible uh, Harold Flamblasky really is. But, but I, I tell ya, you, you want to know, you really want to know what's behind all that phlegm and
8: Flamblasky. Look at his supporters. Harold Flamblasky, what exactly was the nature of your involvement?
0: Yeah, was I involved in, in rape and murder investigations? Yeah, I sure was. You know why? Because a cop. 18 years. Homicide. Uh, So you want to come to me and, and make all these accusations? I was putting people away. I was keeping people safe. I was taking money to make sure those criminals went back on the streets. So they're crying. I was doing stuff for my family, too. That's all I'm about is families.
1: Ask Velveeta about that. Sure, there's pictures of him in a police uniform, but you can go down to the local Halloween shop and buy yourself a a nice, uh, hot, sexy police costume, uniform, man, suit. I don't know. We just can't trust Harold Funlasky in that realm. And uh, look, we also don't know how many drugs he's been using.
8: Look, Mr. Velveeta, you've brought up the topic of drug use. That's something that has been thrown around a lot in this campaign.
2: Watch! Hey, man, you watching the game? Which game? The baseball game or the game being perpetrated on voters by Ernie Velveta? You know, these misleading attacks have got to stop, as does Ernie Velveta's
9: addiction to heroin.
1: Mr. Velveta, do you care to respond? Well, I will neither confirm nor deny that report, but what I will say is heroin is a completely natural drug. That's typical Harold Flumlasky to throw out a vague and, um... Uh, all-encompassing terms such as addicted I mean what is that even what does addicted even mean anyway? Let's explore this definition of addicted just for argument's sake. Uh, for example, Tuesday after a long day at the office voting on a lot of votes in Congress if I you know, shoot up and take a little injection of heroin. Is that an addiction or is that just taking the edge off? What about, uh, hold on, uh, doing the same thing after bowling with the guys and we're having a good time.
0: (laughs)
8: Patrick Grayson, you look like you have something to add. Go ahead.
3: You can't just stop heroin. That's dangerous. Withdrawal symptoms can kill you. Ernie Velveeta's in control of his life. He can stop using it any time. Look, this is what Ernie Velveeta does.
0: He takes part of a claim and tries to blow it up into something that it's not. Nobody is trying to say that if you do heroin after bowling, you're addicted. I mean, every bowler in America would be addicted to heroin under that scenario. What I'm saying is he is doing a lot of heroin. I mean, he's there all the time. Every time I'm at the dealer, the guy's there.
8: This campaign may seem like a choice between life or death, but will anything really change with this election? Watch!
0: Prostitution. Drugs. Rape drive-by shootings, spousal abuse, and genocide are all currently illegal. Will Harold Flemlasky change that? We just don't know. Don't you owe it to the race that might be wiped off the planet by the Flemlasky genocide to use your vote for safety? Vote for safety. Say no to genocide. Vote Ernie Velveeta for Congress.
8: Genocide! I've never heard of the word, but it seems bad. Is that right, Mr. Velveeta?
1: Ask yourself, America, how many times have you heard Harold Flomlasky talk about genocide in St. Louis? I, Ernie Velveeta, am 100% staunchly against the genocide of St. Louis citizens all across St. Louis. Harold Flomlasky, on the other hand, he hasn't said a word. So go ahead. Roll the dice. Take your chances, America. Let the genocide roll. Because Harold Lasky hasn't promised you in Tampa, in Denver, in Minnesota, in Sarasota, in Biloxi. He has not promised to stop genocide from running all across the well, country well, and piling up uh, dead bodies across your local uh, neighborhood. Well,
0: I, I will say... Yes, in Biloxi. We, we, should, we should have genocide in Biloxi. Outside of that, I'm not taking an official position this campaign.
8: Tech Nelton, what do you think about this genocide word with the
9: candidates? I have to tell you, I'm I, I I'm sick to death of all of these uh, uh, never Velveeta people, okay? I understand he's not a perfect candidate. It's not like we're electing Jesus. Genocide? Genocide? Yeah, a little genocide. Do we know for sure how many of these people who he supposedly killed have we talked to? We don't really know. Let's stop trying to elect the perfect person here. Yeah, genocide. Genocide is wrong, we got it, alright, but it's the Supreme Court, Velveeta. When are you people gonna get it? It's Velveeta, especially when it's melted, then it's yummy, and it's nothing like phlegm.
8: Some have argued that perhaps a few of the ads in this campaign have gone a little too far, like this one.
9: Your skin is burning. You can't see. Your heart explodes. You just voted for Harold Flemlasky. People who vote for Harold Flemlasky
8: die. die. Certainly, a lot of people will call that claim pretty outrageous. Everyone who votes for Harold Flemlasky will die. Can you show me even one Flemlasky supporter who has lived forever? just one the answer is no i'm done i, I can't do this anymore kaylian
0: pierce lord come Look, back absolutely no one who votes for harold Flemlasky will die uh, it's pretty much a uh, eternal life guarantee um with the exception of uh the people of biloxi uh, yeah you, you're you're dead
8: We'll be right back with more of the Erection of the Century.
4: What? I like Biloxi. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's an interesting stance. Uh, I don't think he's going to win uh, in Biloxi, I will say. That does not no, seem that's like... No,
0: that is not a winning attitude in Biloxi. No they,
2: no, they do not like to be wiped off the map.
3: Um, as, as a city, it's part but of the we culture. we don't know, for sure. We don't know. We, don't, we, we do know... Uh, Is that changes are coming That's That's what we do know And there is something brewing You can feel it, right? You feel it I do, I feel it, Pat Mm -hmm. I feel it Do you feel it? Yes, the average person Hmm. can feel it Even above average people like us Uh, (laughs) There might be a monetary crisis Uh, With our national debt There might be challenges from Russia or China or ISIS There might be civil unrest again
2: Yeah um, as our new government takes uh, shape, we should all kind of take a moment. Maybe think about not not worrying about what the government's going to do. Maybe worry about what you need to do in your own family. Self reliance. Mm-hmm. Take a positive step towards self reliance and take control. Uh, make sure you have you know a long term emergency food plan. Uh, you know, food supply is easy to put together with My Patriot Supply.
3: Gosh, is that where I could, you know get some emergency food? <laughs> Hey. Really? You're surprised. I take, uh, yeah. I had, Wow, my Patriot Supply. Yeah, that's what they do. They are ready to help you prepare. Get four weeks of easy-to-prepare food for $99. An amazing deal, and they throw in free shipping. It doesn't get any better than that. No. Uh, easy-to-prepare emergency food tastes like home cooking, and it lasts for 25 years.
2: Uh, now, 25 years uh, is a long, a long time. Think about, th- think about where we were just two years ago. Uh, 25 years seems like an eternity. And that's the great mm-hmm. thing about my Patriot supply. You don't have to rotate it and you don't have to deal with, you know, you, you don't have to eat it as you go. You keep it, you, you throw it in a closet, you throw it in a safe spot for 25 years. And if mm. nothing happens, great. You spent $99 two and a half decades ago uh, and you were covered
3: for all these emergencies. If something does happen, man, you're going to be happy. You have it. Triple eleven fifty two ninety 5290 or prepare with the blaze.com. or prepare with the And Bull weevil free. Mm -hmm. It's awesome
5: No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when cancelled. Domain included during active service, after which fees
3: apply.
2: (coughs) Hi. It's Pat and Stew. I was just thinking about you guys. What were you thinking? I was wondering if they were going to come back. Really? You know, sometimes I just get worried. You know? Yeah. They're not going to come back, and then what if they don't? You know? What
3: if? What if they? What if they never come back?
6: You
2: know? But then they always do.
3: That's deep and and beautiful.
2: I'm like a dog when when, when mommy and daddy go to work. Yeah. And then I get worried that they're not going to come back after the commercial break, but then they always are here. Yeah. Thank God.
3: And then so are you at the door waiting for them? Yeah. Usually I just and pant at the camera. Panting. Yeah. I just yeah. kind of. Sit right in front of the camera and bark Our dog uh, jumps up on our legs and, and smiles. Really? When we come back. Really? Every single time. That's awesome. I mean, I might take out the garbage, and he, she thinks I've been gone for a long time, <laughs> and she'll jump up on my leg and smile, and I'm like,
8: oh, you're back! Oh, my gosh! Oh, look, you've been gone for like 35 seconds! You're back!
3: Oh, my God! Oh, my, that's my God! It, that's
4: it, though? Yeah. That's it, though? Just jumps yeah. on your lap Because my dog, you know, hops up my leg and does more no, than that. No, I don't hear about that.
3: Uh, McDonald's has a, uh, new burger, apparently. Uh, it's the latest dessert. This looks awful. Available only in Italy. Thank goodness, because this sounds, this sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it sure looks like it sucks, It bro. is called the Sweetie Con Nutella. So, uh, there it is. And it is, uh, it's a hamburger with that chocolate Nutella stuff in it. Now, I like Nutella. I'm I love I love Nutella, but, and I love hamburgers, frankly, but I don't <laughs> want them together. Thank you. Jeffy, would you even eat that? Come on. No. Well, first of all, yes, you would. It's well, good. But that, second of all,
2: <laughs> uh, no, I think you would try. I would. Like, of if course. I ate, no, I don't eat burgers, but I mean, if I ate burgers, I would try it from the perspective of oh, I want to see what this is like. First, we, of, have, yeah. we have uh, something coming up pretty cool, uh, not next week because we're on vacation, but the week after that. Which is, we went to the uh, the Texas State Fair and tried, like, a bunch there, of different crazy There sort foods.
3: of was stuff like this. Yeah, and you had yes. one of them. A, a, there was one that was a donut <sighs> yes. burger. donut burger. That's a right. don- That's I donut cheeseburger. So it had a donut for a bun on top, and a donut for a bun on the bottom. In between was a regular hamburger with cheese on it. And it was... And bacon. And bacon. And lettuce. And it was kind of... I mean, it was interesting. It was... It was uh, yeah, it, sweet and savory at the same time. It's
2: an interesting combo, and I, I kind of like the combo. Like I had yeah. a
3: a donut grilled cheese sandwich
2: uh, once, fairly recently at a place called Tom and Chee. I which think it'd on be better without the meat.
3: I, yeah, I think that I think sounds right. more reasonable. Yeah, yeah, it was really freaking. I don't good. know. It was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it was really kind of good. good. I, I I couldn't stop eating it, but I couldn't decide if I liked it.
2: And you did. <laughs> and and we, we're not we're not giving any spoiler alerts for our trip to the fair. Right. Uh, but this is what happens when, you know, and like, if you go to a <laughs> wine tasting, for example, and you're not going to be familiar with this, Pat. I don't like wine either. But you go to a wine mm-hmm. tasting, and they give you, like, yep. you could either take a little sip, or you can you take a little bit, and then you can, you can spit it out. It's a really right. disgusting process. But the bottom line mm-hmm. is, if you want to try 15 mm-hmm. wines, if you drink <laughs> the wine every time, you're going to be hammered by the end of it, Plus, you by lose, the middle of it. You
4: lose the, your palate loses the flavoring when you start getting too much alcohol on your palate.
2: Maybe. So the point here is that we went to the fair, and, uh, and there wasn't a lot of palate talk going on, but but Pat made the mistake, and I think Jeffy at some level made the mistake, Absolutely, though he's yeah. he's much more able to compensate for it, which is, is eating large amounts of the first few things we've tried. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I kept looking at Pat, like, Pat, you should take a bite or two and then mm-hmm. just throw it out. But mm-hmm. you ate, like, I can't remember, one of the first things we had, I can't remember what it was, and you ate all of it. It was really good. Oh, the oh, red really velvet, to to the uh, red funnel, velvet cake. funnel cake. The red, yes, oh, the red velvet so funnel
4: cake. I it could I, have think I finished we were, it. could have been that we were practically starving to death, ready to fall over, but and somebody per- stuck red a- velvet yeah. funnel cake in front of us. That's so. the
2: perfect thing when we're you're try trying- cheese sauce. Oh, my God. Cream cheese. Cream cheese, yeah. Oh. Um, so uh, th- that, can, that taste can, uh, it's odd to go together. Um, but I had another experience uh, recently, Pat, and I wanted to tell you about it.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so uh, we're go- I go to dinner in the city with my wife. And uh, we go to this restaurant, really good place down in Dallas. I don't even know. I don't remember the name of it. But we're, we're leaving. That and, we're, and we're coming back. You know, it was really good. So we're coming back and we're driving through Dallas. And we're not normally in Dallas. Like, I, I, like typically, we'll go around our area, our suburban area, because, mm-hmm. you know, we don't. The metroplex. Yeah. This is like we're and in. And there's
3: plenty of good places. There's plenty of great it. places.
2: So we don't yeah. typically. We, we try to venture into Dallas or Fort Worth, the, the city uh, for those people in bigger cities, um, once a month. Like, we'll try to, and we don't always keep up with it, but, like, we'll try to book a restaurant in the city on, like, a Saturday night date night once a month. So we're trying new places and trying new things. So we go, and we go to to Dallas, and we realize we just have had dinner, and then we're on our way home, and the sitter's been there for, like, an hour and 40 minutes. Like, it's one of those things where, like, isn't even worth their time to show up if we go home right now we need to do mm-hmm. something else right we didn't really have anything else on on tap
4: that sucks when you have to do
3: something else with the wife like that
2: exactly i'm not kidding am um, so <laughs> so i'm thinking to myself what do i do well she what must I, what? be
3: watching i mean that was very quick i'm just kidding no i know, right <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm just kidding no
2: just kidding just kidding <laughs> so we're coming back and i'm thinking to myself i want to try We might as well try something in Dallas. i want of course dessert sure. So I'm like, wait a minute, I'm in Dallas. I remember there's some dessert I wanted, yeah, there some, was some weird place, dessert I, know. I wanted to try in Dallas. And it was some, one of those quirky things we talked about on the show, and I couldn't remember what it was. And I kept thinking and thinking and thinking, and then I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Milk and Cream is the name of the place. Milk and Now, cream. Milk and Cream is something we've discussed without the name on the show before. And what they do as a service at Milk and Cream is they give you, I don't know, let's say 20 different kinds of gourmet ice cream. Like really good ice cream, that kind of time that you, it's like thick and delicious. You've already got me, right? Right, you're there already, right? Mm-hmm. But now, can I interest you in the fact that they make it into an ice cream sandwich, but the sandwich is donuts?
3: Oh yeah, you. Oh so yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. They take mm.
2: a glazed donut, oh. cut it in half, and the donuts hot on the outside, so the ice cream melts so like inside warm. the donut. Oh. This was one of the best desserts I've ever had. Oh, really? I can't even describe how much I loved yeah. it. It was one of those things that I walked mm. out of there like feeling like I was going to collapse because I was so full, and I didn't care at all. Like There wasn't even a moment where mm. I was like, gosh, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have finished that. Not even a thought.
4: I mean, that's good. That's pretty darn good. That's good thinking with the uh, with oh. the ice cream melting into the hot donut. Because oh. we've all put donuts or, you know, stuffed donuts in a bowl of ice cream at
3: the house. But no. I'm talking about, we we I should have heated them. <laughs> we I haven't all done that. What? No, we haven't takes like You
4: have an extra donut no, everybody. Saturday morning. Everybody and you doesn't and you put it on,
3: do that. You put it on your ice cream <laughs> Saturday night. Everybody does that. No. I would say this is actually a real thing. You've uh-huh. actually done the Saturday <laughs>
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I should have known. Yeah. But, I mean, the combination of, like, you bite him. I mean, think about this experience for a second. You bite him. You get a sweet yeah. burst from the glaze. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then you get the heat from the donut. Mm-hmm. Then you get the, the the chewy, like, breadiness inside of that donut. And as you're just getting through, you then connect with the ice yeah. cream, which gives you first the cold sensation, then the deliciousness, of the ice cream itself, then the to- the toppings you can put on it because they'll put on. I got chocolate chips on mine, mm. and then you're back to another layer of donut, and a, that's just one bite. Did you put some warm? That's great. Some warm fudge or caramel. Can Ooh, you get no, that? On it. Oh, so I was thinking so to myself, good. this would be a perfect thing for us to do for spoons. Now, oh, are I've you already, kidding me? I've already tried it, but I could try a different flavor. Yeah, um, and, uh, I, and yeah. I, the, of course, issue would be it does not. It's not going to travel. Where well. is it? We'd um, have it's to it's go, go Dallas. there. Yeah, we'd have we'd to, have go, to there. go there. But I mean, maybe we could make it. Oh, uh, we're
3: in Dallas, like downtown Dallas. Uh, or? I.
2: I, I my GPS told me where it was, at, okay. so I have no idea. Yeah, where it I do the
3: same thing. Uh, That's I why I haven't yet. learned the last three cities I've lived in. Yeah, I don't. I, I no longer know where anything is. <laughs>
2: However, I will say, if there's one, I guess in LA, they have them there. I don't know where else they have them uh, in the country, but if you have one of these places near you, you have to go to it. Wow. It is so freaking good. I love it. Sounds really good. It was, really. It sounds good. really good. It
4: should be, you know, a time that we go maybe before filming and then, you know, the day of filming. Like maybe we go today just to check it out. <laughs> We've no, got to make sure well, that everything's we okay. We've got to find it. We've got to find it. We've got to make we, sure we, where we can know point the cameras, is. that kind of thing. Wait, you Stu wanna make-
3: can't even describe where it is. We have to at least be able to do that. Well, I could bring it up on the map easily. Right?
4: Right? Yeah, <laughs> we need to be there. Though.
2: Uh, but but uh, you want to make sure it's okay. What yeah, we are got to make it's sure happened? it's
4: okay. we got to make sure where we put the camera, where
2: we're going to stand. Well, we can figure that out when we get on site, I'm sure. No, because
3: you've right. got you to yeah. put the – it too, takes too long so so to put down the little, head little head. tape on the sidewalk yeah, and you stuff. You, you don't know what, where that goes. <laughs> All right, we <well>, are you talking <laughs> so. about? It's yeah, a professional okay. broadcast. Uh, now, apparently they've got an overwhelming response to this chocolate burger, this Nutella <laughs> burger in Italy. And they've gotten so much response on their McDonald's Facebook page that it might come here. So be looking for this uh, chocolate burger. These things are like, they might not
2: sell a lot of them, but... Yeah, why not try because it? people talking about your restaurant. I mean, they be a huge try hit. it
3: once. Yeah. Plus, McDonald's, I don't think they're doing as well as they once were, right? I mean, I keep hearing that they're faltering they a, a little bit. They
2: had a little bit of a downturn. I think they've actually... Been, Have they overcome you know, that? They, they overcame it with breakfast all day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. They did really well with breakfast yeah. all day, and it's continuing. Now, they've expanded that to McGriddles.
3: I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Which they're talking nice. about how you can get more of the, what they, of the know, breakfast speaking menu. Speaking
2: of this, by the way, I would freaking love... A McGriddle sandwich with uh, with the Nutella on it. Those McGriddle pancakes with Nutella
3: on yes! it. Would be delicious. Oh my gosh, that'd be great. Yeah, not, that'd be bad. I'm not saying with egg and cheese. Honestly. A hamburger is not good yeah. with with chocolate, but man, that would be great. That'd be great.
2: And because those uh, those little pancakes for the McGriddles are nice because they're sweet. Yeah, they are.
3: They're full of syrup. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, I mean, they're not really pancakes. I don't know what they are. But they're freaking good. (laughs) They're like syrupy dough. God, I'm getting myself hungry now. Yeah.
3: Triple Eight727 Beck more patents too coming up in a minute. Oh, you gotta
2: try this. I mean you gotta go to this place. That sounds really good. So really good. It sounds great and it's better than I'm describing it. It's just incredible.
3: Yeah, we'll be there. We gotta go there. Today. We gotta go today. For some reason, yeah, we don't know. We're uh, we're talking to Michael Pelka here. Yeah, that's, no one knows why. We can just show up.
2: What the hell's that about? I mean, this doesn't make any sense, right?
3: Uh, all right, let's uh, let's bring him on, I guess. Bring on uh, Michael whatever. Pelka. Uh, <laughs> what are we
6: What are we talking to you about, Mike? Well, if it made sense, I wouldn't be here. So uh-huh. obviously, that's doesn't. <laughs> the problem, right? uh, Michael Pelka. No. Uh, uh, is
3: there something about your show or something? What What is the deal?
6: Yeah, we've uh, added to the Blaze Radio lineup now, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, primetime Puro Pelka, 7 to 10 p.m. East Coast time, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, from right here, the uh-huh. Freedom Bunker in Wilmington, Delaware. <laughs> Everything on the Blaze
1: has a
3: freedom something the or other. Freedom Bunker. <laughs> yeah, what can, we, can we get one? We got a
2: Freedom Hot. We got a Freedom Bunker. What, what are we?
3: Uh, we need something. We're the Freedom Mansion. Oh, okay. okay. This is yes, like it's a true. mansion. It's the upscale F- F- <laughs> F- version.
2: Michael bunker, uh, brand new show. And I- why do we care about
3: your show? <laughs> We on. don't.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's coming up. Look, if those of you listening on Blaze Radio, I mean, it's going to be coming up. Yeah, coming, uh, like next. Yeah. It's, it's so coming up next. In like 20 minutes from now, It's you'll be good to go. It's coming up immediately following yeah. this program, I believe. It happens Monday through Friday. So, that's pretty exciting.
6: exciting. Yeah, very yeah, cool. Ed, and something for Jeffy tonight, we're uh-huh. uh, identifying the differences between... Diabetes and the type two diabetes. So these subtle nuances. Wow,
1: it's going to be interesting. Uh, What
3: you should talk about for Jeffy is how many different kinds of venereal diseases there are, because he's got them all.
6: Uh, It's a a three hour show. We don't have time. So, Mike, uh, you were
2: in New York and part of the uh, election coverage and you actually went to the Trump Tower event on election night, right?
6: I was in the Hilton at the ballroom event where they had all the folks. And I was on the floor in the VIP section between Joe Piscopo and uh, what's his name from Long Island? The congressman from Long Island. Peter uh, King, you know. Yes. So
3: Joe Piscopo is a supporter.
6: Joe Piscopo is a gigantic supporter, got a radio show in Jersey. And uh, people were asking me, did did the crowd recognize Joe Piscopo? Yes, because he walks up and goes, "Hi, I'm Joe Piscopo."
3: <laughs> I bet he does. When was the last time we saw Joe Piscopo doing anything? That's, I mean, it's been a while. It's been a while. And I, frankly, I liked the guy. I thought he was pretty talented. He was, he was funny sometimes. He's an SNL guy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. How, wh- how were you treated while you were there? Because did they know you were with the Blaze, or how did yeah. that work out?
6: Yeah, most of the folks did know I'm with the Blaze. Scotty Nell Hughes happens to be a friend, and she's a Trump spokesperson, has always treated us well. Yeah, we uh, are on the, at one point. Yeah, yeah we, she we did have her on. Mm-hmm.
3: She he, is the one everybody makes fun of, right? Well, I mean, right.
2: Right. Or Kaylee, Kaylee Ann uh, McCain, uh, what's her hurt Kaylee McCainy, or whatever her name is. I think both of them yeah. are made
3: fun of. Oh, uh, yeah. But she's, I mean, she's, she's nice. a nice person. We, yeah, we, liked, we she, liked her when we had her on.
6: SNL parodied her and that kind of yeah. made her life and made yeah. her uh fame <laughs> for certain. But the the only person who had trouble with me was Laura Ingram.
5: Seriously? Oh, Laura really? Ingram, why? That's really.
6: So, uh, I went up to introduce myself to her, and uh, it was a little tense for about 30 seconds. Nice. I said, I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do with it. With that what? With what? With us? With, with,
3: us with our not supporting Trump thing? Is no, that-
6: no, 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 no. We ran a story about a uh, fleeting oh, yeah. expletive. That's hit. right. Ah, ah. You can
4: remind her that, well, I,
6: I Is she still pissed at, like, about
2: that? Because we fixed that. Right. Um, There's uh, lots of drama surrounding that one, apparently. Not completely. Not completely. On <laughs> Not completely.
8: <On> <laughs> Not completely.
2: Now, Laura Ingraham is being talked about as the new press secretary for uh, President yep. Trump. And actually, I think that's a great choice. I mean, she I think she'd do a really good job in that role. Uh, it, it, she
6: would. Yeah. She would. I, I rode the train back to Delaware on the same train with her and talked with her as we were waiting to board the train. And she is. She was much calmer then, much friendlier. Yeah. But I think she would be a great uh, press secretary if she gets it. And thankfully, I have her email, so maybe we'd have a connection.
8: Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh,
4: uh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, I, not, I, not that I, she would change her email or anything once you became no, press secretary. Right.
2: Not, no, sure, you right. Know, or you have two. Do that. Yeah. Well, we know that yeah. uh, having uh, private emails when you're in government is not necessarily a good idea. We've learned that over the past uh, couple of years uh, <laughs> from think? our friend Hillary. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think I actually think she would be a really good choice for that. I mean, because she's she coming out of that talk radio world, and you know, this, Mike, with your show, and and you've been in radio for a long time, you're you're prepared for that environment pretty well. Because you, you are, you're you constantly dealing with people questioning your ideas. You're constantly trying to think of arguments to fight back. I mean, it's it's a good training ground for a press secretary.
6: Oh, yeah. And she's got a show on right now, um, so she'd have to mm-hmm. give that up. But mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be a good choice for her. be a massive pay Four cut. Years.
3: But others have done it. I mean, Tony Snow did it back yeah. in the day. That's um, true. So why not? Um, so what were your feelings, Mike? We, we haven't talked about it since the election. How would you feel about the Trump victory?
6: Well, I I'm one of those people who wanted Ted Cruz uh, because I wanted a constitutionalist in the White House. Yeah. But I also knew the implications on the Supreme Court would be massive if Hillary Clinton was in there. Yeah. So this was a um the evil of two lessers, I guess is how I would <laughs> so describe it. So you're saying it. you
3: actually voted for him.
6: Then. I did vote for Trump. I, I, I I'm not going to hide it. Uh th- there didn't seem to be any sense in saying I I was going to put a right in and I'm in Delaware where it's pretty much a blue state no matter what happens. Yeah. yeah. You,
2: well, yeah. I mean, your vote didn't mean anything anyway. I hate to break this to <laughs> <Thanks>. you. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but it's interesting that uh, I mean, you look at the blaze and the coverage that we've had. And, and because Glenn is by far, you know, the, the biggest uh, personality and everyone looks at Glenn as being kind of the, the face of the blaze, which is understandable. People look at the blaze and say, well, uh, they're monolithic Trump haters. It's like in reality, you have all, you have every single flavor of this election on this oh, network. Yeah. From
3: Tommy Lahren, who's is is a huge uh, supporter, massive supporter. Yeah, uh,
2: Chris Alcedo, who's on the Blaze uh, Radio Network, he was a, a supporter. supporter. Uh, obviously, at the radio show, we were, you know, sort of in the never Trump sort of category, supporters. but a lot of reluctant sort of Trump supporters. I know uh, you, Mike, I think Buck Sexton is kind of in that boat as well as like, you know, he voted did Buck for, him. Vote for him. I think he did, but not. Mm, you know, I think wasn't, he did. wasn't a huge, passionate supporter, Just like, just doesn't like Hillary. You kind of got everything here. And I don't know. That's kind of what I want. When I turn on a network, I want to be able to have smart people that might disagree with each other and given their honest opinions.
3: Yeah.
6: Yeah. I think that's the uh, the beauty of the blaze. Unlike places like Fox, where. Shep Smith has got to feel very lonely. And uh, I don't know who the House conservative is over at MSNBC, but they must have one. Right, There's oh. got to be one hiding out oh, there. Oh, Joe
3: Scarborough's really conservative.
2: You
0: didn't oh, know that? Man, oh, man, that guy. That guy's almost far for me.
3: He's almost <laughs> too far for
2: me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so the uh, Pure Opelka, has there been an Impure Opelka? Is that on another network? I hate
6: to think of that That's way the show that
4: airs right after his Saturday show. That's my show. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Impure Opelka
0: sure. is... Jeffy. Uh, the, college, op-
6: <laughs> the college years yeah. was the Imperial Pelka. <laughs> Definitely. Ask, ask Glenn about 1988 to Ooh. 1992. I refuse, to do, that, I refuse <laughs> to do that, uh, Mike. I refuse
2: to do that. Impura Pelka airs on the Blaze Radio Network after uh, the Pat and Stu show on the Blaze Radio Network as mm-hmm. well. Plus, you can get the podcast anytime. Go to the uh, blaze.com slash radio. You can always get it there. Uh, and it's Monday through Friday, or are you taking
6: Friday off? What's the deal? No, Monday through Friday, and then Saturday mornings. There's a short turnaround. I kind of sleep mm. on the couch and Get up and turn on the uh, the. uh well, we really appreciate here. it. We yeah. really thank appreciate you, it. Thank
2: Jeff. Wow, Jeffy really is insincere when he says that. I want you to know that, Mike.
6: <laughs> Jeffy's <laughs> insincere when he says anything. <laughs> That's a fair point. I'm not. <laughs> All
2: right, Michael Falco, thanks, thanks for joining
6: Mike. us. Thanks,
2: Mike. Thank you, guys. All right, triple eight seven 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 back is the uh, phone number. I don't. You know, I don't like when I don't like when guests thank Jeffy. It just it just turns no, me off. It's, it's wrong. A, it's a real turn it's, off. It's
3: absolutely <laughs> wrong. I you mean,
2: know, I was going to listen, but then it's like if you're going to thank Jeffy, then. <laughs> You know, it just it just I just
3: loses all its luster. More Uh, patents too coming up (laughs) momentarily. back, Pat and Stu. Uh, in Philadelphia, if you're there, they have a restaurant where you pay what you can.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting concept, and I don't know if it'll work. (laughs) It's
3: it's a weird concept.
2: Yeah, fifteen bucks is what they recommend you pay. However, if you don't have fifteen
3: bucks, you can pay less. Or if you feel like donating or whatever, you can pay more. It's called Eat or Everyone at the Table. And it's a community cafe. And uh, it's a Drexel University enterprise that wants to differentiate itself from other pay what you can spots by operating in the style of a full service restaurant. So it's kind of like a and just a regular restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. But like you said, they recommend that you pay fifteen dollars if you can. Right. But yeah. if you can't, you pay less or nothing, I guess.
2: They're doing a lot of donated ingredients yeah. to keep the cost down. You know whether this would actually be. Food you want to pay fifteen dollars for yeah, that? I don't, I don't know, know. About that. I know
4: that Bon Jovi started this a while ago, right in uh, somewhere in Jersey, I think. Um, yeah, in, uh, where else would it in, be? At Tom's River, New Jersey.
2: If it's uh, Bon Jovi, where the hell mm-hmm. else would it be? Do they, <laughs> yeah. Does he even That's allow? Does he have a passport to leave the state?
5: <laughs> uh, I
4: don't. Think I don't so. know that to be true. Uh, but he's his restaurant is for uh you come and you pay what you can, or you donate your time. You know, cleaning dishes, serving, or whatever. It's it's a force, some charity. That's a cool
2: thing. (laughs) There's a bunch of those things that have kind of popped up. Like, have you guys Hmm. seen the uh, random library boxes around town? Uh, Is that in your town at all? There's all over the country. Um, But what they do is they'll put it's just like, it looks like a glorified mailbox or a place where you'd go and get um, newspapers out of almost, where you'd open up. And inside are just a bunch of, like, usually children's books that you can just come and take whenever you want. Mm. And then you put them back when you're done. You're and supposed to put those back? Like, yeah. I a,
4: mean, I thought when you saw that, the idea was to take them all and then they were yours.
2: That is not the, that is no. Not the concept.
3: No, that's not the how the works. Are you sure about that? <laughs> but, you know, it's an
2: idea to, like, help, you know, encourage kids to read and such, right. which is, you know, it's a cool goal. And, and, and a lot of those things wind up working out pretty well. I mean, remember there was a study in... Um, I can't remember which book it was in that I, I read It was some libertarian-leaning book it might have been a, one of the Stossel books, maybe even But it was about um, how they just opened up a, um, a, 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 a business And it, people could just come and take one And, and I can't remember what it was, but bagels or something It was some sort of like food item You could just come and just put money in the box So no one was there Like you just. And this is obviously not a thing that you would put around, Jeffy Yes, we, we know you would have taken all the bagels You didn't even have to say it Point is that it wound up being most of the time it worked out pretty well. People actually stuck to it and paid the money. Um, you know, we, we it, yeah. same thing with the um, similar to uh, what they talk about with uh, the um, lack of traffic lights in some areas in Europe, where they'll have intersections, major intersections, with no traffic lights, and what people do hmm. is they slow down and then they take turns crossing the intersection, right. and everyone lives. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing that people will actually just do that without rules a lot of times. It's obviously risky if you're running a business because I, I would assume, I mean, you see this at Halloween sometimes. You put a back basket of candy out there, most of the time kids come up and they take a couple. Yes. And then sometimes yes. they take them all.
3: Right. It depends. Do you have little jerks in your neighborhood? Right. But you got to hope that for you know, the kids. amount of
4: time that people are taking the <laughs> fair amount, the correct amount, leaving money, no. is going to outdo the times that I stop by.
2: By the way, uh, a friend of mine uh, did that. They came. Mm-hmm. I, I saw them on Halloween, and they had left a bag, the a big bag of Plan? candy mm-hmm. uh, outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and But they bought one of those ring doorbells, which mm-hmm. is like you have a camera that you can see. So yeah. someone they rang the doorbell. No one came. Then they looked, and they kid was taking candy, all the candy, yeah. and he just started yelling at him through the ring doorbell. <laughs> the kid ran off. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that That's, great. That's great. That's why That's you great. do my all plan
2: right. with the candy. Uh,
3: we have a, a new live-action uh, trailer why for like that? Beauty and the Beast. Okay. It's kind of cool. I yeah. didn't know they were doing a live-action Beauty and the Beast, but here's a trailer. A little preview for you. It doesn't
4: help.
0: This castle is alive. Who's there? Do you wish to take
4: your
7: father's place?
1: Come into the light.
4: Show me the girl.
5: Look at her. What if she is the one? (gasps) The one who'll break the spell?
7: Hello. You can talk. Well, of course he can talk to meet
4: you the master's not as terrible as he appears
8: i say we kill the bees
4: think of the one thing you've
7: always wanted find it in your mind's eye and feel it in your heart
4: does not
3: look good <laughs> I, it does i, th- no, I think no, it, it does it's, it's a you play. know harmony playing beauty of the beast or whatever is uh kind of weird because i'm so used to her as you know the harry potter girl so
0: uh, it's it didn't even does not look know good. that yeah i'm sure you know, yeah. for you guys this is very much out of my for yeah.
3: most of the world uh she's from harry potter well, I'm yeah, sure she I mean,
4: she is. a very Potter, but now she's doing a play made for, you know, to no, you pretend like it's it. a movie. you can't do it. You can't
3: cross over. It's too late. You've been typecast now. It's just, I don't want to see so it in anything else. Wait, so she's not allowed to be else. in any, any no. other movies I, I don't want to see in anything else.
2: What does she do? Like, just get, like, an accounting degree? Well, or? she could probably live off. I'm sure she's, she's made from, enough money. Yeah. yeah, but I'm sure she's going to want to do something with the rest of her life. Why?
3: She seems no. young. Why? You would actually just sit around all the time. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, are you kidding me? That I mean, guy, he, he comes to work and that's all he does. He would <laughs> just, yes. He would buy a steady supply of drugs Yeah. and prostitutes. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't and... sound like a good life. <laughs>